Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Seasonings, greetings from Southern California. I'm Mike Dowler, and welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on X. I still can't get used to that. Follow us on X. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Hey, uh, we've got a lot going on. Again, season's greetings. The holidays are upon us. This is episode 157. My guest tonight is the lovely returning guest, Isabella Blake-Thomas. She's co-hosted and been featured on here before. And my co-host is the wonderful Darren Lapari. You know him from Welcome to Chippendales, as well as 21 Bridges and many other projects, too. So great, great show on the way. A rainy night in Southern California. Uh, it is uh, definitely uh, the uh, winter is upon us and some thunder as well. And um, my guests are both in the San Fernando Valley. I'm here in uh, the Santa Clara Valley, just north of Los Angeles, a.k.a. Pleasantville. And, <laughs> but uh, again, uh, a great show tonight. This is episode 157, and we've got uh, some wonderful, wonderful stuff to talk about tonight. And as well as um, Isabella's least favorite food. We'll talk about that, too. Hey, episode 156, that was our, our guest, Hayden Tokarski. She joined us uh, last month. She is uh, well-known for her role as a young Julia Roberts in Gaslight. She's done all kinds of... Gaslit, rather, pardon me. I love post-production. In Gaslit, that was... Um, um, that aired not too long ago, a miniseries. She did that, and she's done all kinds of stuff. She's a multiple award winner. She's won a lot of awards. She's done very, very well for herself. So uh, she is just blazing a trail. Uh, that's 156. It's available on uh, multiple podcast platforms, including uh, Amazon uh, Music, uh, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and voila, there they are, all tucked in quite nicely. They're also on Spotify. So great, great um, episodes, great podcasts. What a way to spend the holidays. Just uh, Christmas music and podcasting. Outstanding. I'm going to go ahead and uh, dive right in because we've got, we got two stellar people here tonight. My co-host, no stranger uh, to Conversations Radio, pardon me. He joined us back, uh, it's been over, over a year, couple of years now. It's been a long time. Uh, Darren Lapari is an actor from New York. And now living in Southern California, making his way through um, through it all and doing very well, surviving the uh, pandemic and the uh, SAG strike, which thankfully is done. So that's always good. Uh, Darren's best known for his roles uh, in uh, 21 Bridges, opposite Chadwick Bosman, and he's also um, been uh, seen on the new uh, new series on Hulu, which is Welcome to Chippendales. Uh, this sh- this series has won multiple multiple awards. I think there's some Emmys in there as well. And uh, Darren's role in that is Bobby the Bartender, which is kind of ironic because he's also a pretty good bartender in real life. Um, I guess uh, these are art limited days life, so he's uh, doing uh, that. And I'm sure he's got a bar, and he's got a cat on his shoulder. Okay. <laughs> I've seen everything now. And he, um, again, a, a bartender, but a great actor. He uh, is well known for uh, his stuff that he's done. And uh, been on Blue Buds, Blue Bloods, um, Mr. Robot, all kinds of stuff. So let's bring him in. All the way from Studio City, California, aka the East San Fernando Valley. It's Darren Lapari. Darren, welcome back. Oh, thank you for having me, Mike. It's been great. Great to be here. 
and thanks for uh, putting up with the audio issues here again. I've got a brand new computer here, and we're we're still fine tuning things a bit, but uh, you can hear me, right? I got gotcha. you. You know, good, good. we're good. I'm listening. Very, very good. Darren, how are you? I mean, again, you this has been. I think you were also on. I want to say 2019. Is that right? Or is it? That was the last time. Yeah. It was 2019. Yeah, that was Man. when I kind of first went to. Uh, was kind of starting to be bi coastal from New York. And then I uh, moved here from, uh, yeah, I moved here in like February of 2020. Now, you, you still go back, go, go back to New York? Do you still go back there to visit or? Yeah, yeah. I go back there to visit. I actually was there about a, a month ago. My, 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 my grandmother turned 102. So I visited wow, her. Wow, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, she's, you know, she's 102, but uh, she's, she's around. Still got a good appetite. And um, and again, like, you know, now, as you know, Isabella knows, uh, gosh, you know, it's it's really self tape or it's I had a zoom, you know, so I'm still a New York local hire and I audition for New York projects. And um, yeah, so I'm always, you know, in this business, we're always up to, you know, hop on a plane the next day and uh, and do that, do the job we love. You know? I remember I talked to you a few months back in the midst of um, uh, of your filming. Um, Welcome to Trippendales. And yeah. um, man, what a what a dream role that is! Because again, again, the story is totally iconic. I mean, it was like they were like a big thing in that. I, I want to say the eighties. Yeah, I mean, again, it, I was a bit younger. I missed that. I mean, I I, I think my generation remembers the uh, the SNL sketch with Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze. Sure. So sure. I was a tenor, you know, however old I was. That's kind of I knew what it was, but I, but I didn't really was uh, not aware of the true crime. Uh, situation this crazy story about the owner of chippendales and 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 everything that goes that happened um and uh so yes it was it was a, it was a great a great cast and um it was unbelievable Phenomenal. to to be a part of it phenomenal cast i'm gonna uh, go back just a bit here uh, 21 bridges obviously a, a a wonderful experience for you and um you had to work with the late chadwick chadwick bosman what was your emotion when he passed away that's that's what was it's pretty rough because he was i guess he was ill for a while yeah um well you know it was definitely came to a shock i remember my friend uh texted me about it um well yeah i mean again like he was one of the the the, the, the special actors of that generation and it was uh again i think it came to everyone as a shock because it was very under wraps his illness was under wraps um when we were shooting in philadelphia uh you know no you know he just did his thing and you know, we're all tired. We're working overnight, and he 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 just did his job, and you know, no no one knew anything about it, and, and he, it was sad. Yeah. And he worked after that as well. I mean, the Black Panther, and uh, I mean, yeah, obviously. Um, very, and very, I think very... I did Rainey's Black Bottom. I think he was nominated for an Oscar for that. Yeah. yeah. And again, uh, the um, the Black Panther, a very physical role too, as was Twenty One Bridges. Yeah, I mean, right? You think about you know, everything that goes into being an actor, you know, uh, just, you know, long hours, uh, just performance execution, whether it's you're waking up at six in the morning or you're up till six in the morning after a long day. So he's doing, he was doing all that as well as battling an illness. So what can you say? I mean, he's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And on a lighter note, what is what is J.K. Simmons not been in? I know. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was, uh, yeah, I know he was a lot. Well, you know, it's interesting, right? He, we had, we had a conversation and he, he's been in so much stuff as he's gotten older. Now he, he, I remember him saying like, Hey, you know, like, uh, I think he was traveling to Germany during that time. There was a show called counterpart 
okay. um, on stars. But anyway, the, the long story, the short of it is, you know, he was, he's been in so much stuff now that he's kind of in a position there. He's able to, he wants to be in LA, you know, with his family and he doesn't have to kind of jump all over sure. the place, you know, but again, working with him was great too. It was, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's done he so knows, much that yeah. he does all the farmers commercials. We yeah. are farmers. I mean, he doesn't need to do that, but he does. I'm sure he's getting, uh, compensated quite nicely for that when you're the face well, of a yeah i mean you know like with that, yeah. with streaming residuals nowadays you gotta you gotta do you do have to do some of that stuff yeah you know because the street you know yeah because that's because it's a whole different ball game uh with that the world is your oyster darren you've done so much and so much more in the way and again thank goodness the strike is over yes I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and dive in here our co-host our actual yes. guest tonight has co-hosted many times she's a friend of the program as part of the conversations radio alumni Isabella Blake Thomas hails from the UK, London to be precise. She got her start on the Green Balloon Club. That was a BBC show for CBBS. She never looked back. Uh, she came here a couple decades ago and made her made a go of it here as an actress. And uh, she's done very very well for herself. Isabella and her mom uh, have a production company called Mother and Daughter Productions. She has done a lot of filmmaking with her mom and on her own as well. Uh, well known for her role as young Zelina in Once Upon a Time on ABC. She's also been on Shameless, which is or shameful, <laughs> I don't know. And uh, she's worked with everybody. Everybody from uh, Helena Bonham Carter to uh, John Voight, uh, Heather Graham, Tom Hopper. I mean, class act actors. About a couple of years ago, she was on a, a movie on Disney Plus called The Secret Society of Second Born Royals. And she played January and a real big twist at the end. Yeah products in the works it's always good to have her on and uh, her life is an adventure you can even fly a cessna which is kind of neat isabella welcome back thank you for having me mike i appreciate the intro it's always fun to to reminisce about the things that i've done but i'm always glad to be back here and you've done i mean your resume is phenomenal i mean you're all of 21 years old now congratulations we'll, we'll, get, to the, we'll get to the alcohol part in a second because i'm sure it's in there somewhere <laughs> yeah i mean these names i mean Helena Bonham Carter, nobody's heard that name, Darren. Mm -hmm. John Voight, yeah. Tom Hopper, Heather Graham. I mean, these are these opportunities are amazing. You get to work with these wonderful actors and all these projects that were uh, amazing. Congratulations. I mean, I know I've been very fortunate to work with some incredible cast. I mean, I John Goodman's in there as well. I mean, there's just Chewis Elijah for he's in there as well. I mean, sure. there's so many people that I've been very grateful to work with. Oh, Taryn Egerton, Egerton, he's in there as well. Um, I mean, so many people I was very grateful to work with uh, kind of earlier on in their career. Um, and so I've uh, seeing these people, I mean, Daniel Kaluuya as well, he's up there too. I mean, all the most of these people, the kids, I guess kids, they're not kids anymore, but before they were famous. So it's it's quite interesting to see now how far everyone's come. And I'm very grateful to have worked with them before they were the stars they are now. You've worked with actually some conversations radio alumni. Mila Brenner. You've worked I have. With Elizabeth Karina Strickland. Isabella yeah. Karina Strickland. And uh, Abby Donnelly. Yeah. Too. And Abby's been on here tons of times as well. So it's always good to uh, see names of uh, folks that have been on the podcast before and you know how to pick them. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, I mean, and the beauty of this industry is that there are so many wonderful ways of connecting with people and meeting new faces and new friends and just having so many mutual connections because despite Los Angeles being quite large, it's also an incredibly small city and, and everyone knows everyone. You're from London. You came here I what am. year? What year did you come now? 
You were just a kid. Uh, I first started visiting when I was about six or seven, and I moved when I was about 10. And here you yeah. are, 11 years later, and you're, you're well-established. You really have a kind of a just a kind of a pulse on it. I mean, you, you kind of get your get yourself in there. You've made the grade. You've actually proven yourself as a, a, a fantastic actress, but also as a filmmaker. And you've had again wonderful opportunities on network TV, that being ABC as well as Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, your role is January on the Secret <laughs> Society of Second Born Royals. I mean, that was wonderful. Talk about physically demanding. A fantastic twist at the end. What an experience. Honestly, it was. I absolutely loved filming that movie. Yeah, we, we had a lot of stunt training beforehand. I'm actually wearing my Secret Society stunt team t-shirt today. But oh, wow. um, we uh, we had a lot of stunt training beforehand. And for me specifically, I, I had an incredible stunt double. And I will not hide that because she, make me, she makes me look very, very cool. But uh, I did, the ones that you see that are my face very clearly are very much me. That there wasn't the CGI of my face being put on somebody. Like there's uh, a shot at the bottom of the pool. I did one of those shots. It's like, there's me at the bottom of the pool. There's a shot where I'm hanging upside down from a ceiling. That's me hanging upside down from a ceiling. So as, as long as they they weren't putting me in any danger, I, I was able to do those stunts. So I was very fortunate to have a great team and a, a great coordinator and also an amazing stunt double that she, I mean, she was um, uh, Yvette. She was uh, an Olympic, I think it was either judo or taekwondo. And I'm just like, you make me look very cool. <laughs> Aaron, does this all sound familiar to you? As far as stunt stuff, I've never kind of, I mean, I've done some stunt stuff on the day, you know, but I actually was was curious with, with, with Isabella with, with like that type of uh, stunt stuff. Is is that kind of, are you, are you getting like a day or so? Like, what's the prep on that? Do you get a day or two before shooting to kind of get familiar with stuff or is it more, you know, on the day? Yeah, well, we were very fortunate. We were filmed in Toronto for about two months and oh, yeah. we were very fortunate that I'd say maybe half or so of the first month a couple of weeks was training and rehearsals so we were and it wasn't like it was all day every day like maybe dance rehearsals would be for a musical but it was still incredibly intense I mean I guess you can't really do stunt training every day because you risk pulling muscles but um but yeah for stunt training we we were we were training in parkour we were training in archery um I had to do a, a couple things in a harness so I was harness training as well um so rigging me up on the ceiling um I had I mean I was lucky I came into it with some aerial training so I had silks and trapeze behind me um so it meant I was very comfortable I guess with my own skin and like knowing where my legs were and knowing where my hands were and I feel like that's something that dancers get but unless you've got that experience when it comes to stunts you have to like it's it's a whole different ball game so I was very fortunate that I had the awareness of my myself to be able to do those things uh, and then from a level of any of the other stunts we had to do, I mean, we were very lucky that we were able to rehearse it. And like I said, our stunt coordinator, Matt, was just phenomenal. And I would work with him a million times over because he, um, oh, I also had to do some some diving training. That was fun. But he was just, he was a, a rock star and just having him on set and, you know, having a, a stunt, I guess, advocate that really sure. that knows his stuff and is able to really make sure that everything's done correctly. I mean, is uh, very fortunate because I, I know there's people I'm sure on sets in the past that haven't had that. So I'm very lucky. I'm very grateful whenever there's crew members that are, are doing that, that job well. <laughs> right it's like yeah it all looks so seamless as well you, you know, know that's the hope so i'm glad it does i mean some of my favorite things are uh, there's an obstacle course and some of my favorite scenes are on that obstacle course because 
we had done parkour training and then they gave us our routes but we basically got to play so even though our stunts were like okay this is how you need to vault over this this is how you need to jump over this it was still like we had free reign to kind of run and so it was so much fun after doing that training to just have the ability to like pretend to look bad and just have a lot of fun like running into things it was great fun and again it all started with this i'm lily rose and i love flowers especially oh! lilies and roses uh, that is you at i think five years old uh, yeah, I was about four or five, and that I uh, I love that show. That one, that one kickstarted me. That was my first job, and uh, someone had told us, my mum and I, that we should go to an audition that I should try it. And uh, and my mum was like, "Sure, it doesn't hurt to try." And I did it, and I booked it, and I fell in love with it. And I, uh, like you said, I never looked back. And it sure was popular back then. It was, it was. I still, you know, I funny. I still get people now from the UK who are about the same age as me who I'll be talking about how I started and I'll, I'll mention the show and they're like, oh my gosh, I grew up watching that. Because I mean, who's going to recognize me from being five years old now? But when I mention it, so many people grew up watching it. It was like CBeebies was our version of like Disney Junior or like PBS sure. Kids. And sure. so it was, you grew up with the shows and the people on CBeebies. So it was very fun to be part of, I guess, my generation's childhood. UK television is just phenomenal. Um, it is. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Doc Martin. We Love watch, it. We watch him all. I actually, I actually joined PBS just to get the ninth season of. The oh, series. amazing! And I want, I want to live in that town. <laughs> <It's so pretty. laughs> Honestly, there's something very much about I think um, British TV and movies, and also just like foreign independent film that's so special. I haven't quite put my finger on what it is that makes it so special. I just know that having been in it and watching it, it's a very special world. And for us here in the States, the comedy is very different. The drama is very um, different. I mean, my first exposure to uh, British television was Monty Python, as we're many. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they just pushed the envelope tremendously. And then John Clay's years later on uh, Faulty Towers, just Love amazing. It. My fondest mm -hmm. memories, my father-in-law passed away a couple of years ago. God mm -hmm. rest his soul. We would uh, when I when Chris and I first started going out before we got married, we would all sit down together and watch Faulty Towers on TV, and I we love it. We were literally rolling on the floor. It was just so funny, the casting and the storylines and the comedy. And the comedy is very very different than it is in the, in the states. I think a lot of people very much so. I mean, even me making jokes to people over here, I have to say, oh, sorry, that was my British sense of humor because <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. Because I mean, not only do were we very sarcastic, but our humor is very dry, so it can be quite hard to tell when someone's being serious. I mean, I still have a hard time with telling if some someone's being serious or not after being over here for so long. But uh, you definitely have to check in that you're not offending anyone over here when you make a joke. I'd like Especially to see in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see you do more comedy, though, Isabella. Honestly, I would love to do comedy. I thoroughly enjoy it. And I, I think I'm quite a funny person in my everyday life. So I feel like doing some fun roles and, and bumping up the physical comedy would definitely be a fun addition to my resume. Uh, Darren, obviously comedy on uh, Welcome to Chippendales. Yeah, there was some. I mean, again, I, I like Isabella, like I, you know, and I played a lot of law enforcement and more dramatic stuff. Yeah. But I'm like more of a comedic actor. So I found opportunities there were opportunities to lean into that. Um, and then there were able, there were some scenes that I was able to uh, improv and have free range on some dialogue, which was, which was nice and fun. So improv yeah. is great. You got to be committed, but uh, obviously improv is a, uh... you know, yeah. I'm ad libbing. I mean, look, you know, I'm sure again, Isabella, she's done way more stuff. I mean, she's been acting what since five, 
Yeah. So I, you know, I've been, which is amazing, unbelievable, prolific, very mm -hmm. prolific. But I guess like she, you know, and again, I'm just assuming, but I'm, I feel like there are certain sets where you kind of, you kind of feel it out, you know, mm -hmm. where it's like, right. Where it's like, maybe you, the director, what they want it word for word, or depending if it's a network thing, or maybe yeah. you're working with a director where like, Hey, you know, like just on this one, maybe do a little improv or we'll get a take with the exact dialogue. You know, I don't know. Have you run into those situations? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I think one of the things I was always taught when I came over was like Nickelodeon and Disney is very yeah. well word, but yeah. other things can be quite flexible. It is just pending the director or writer or producers, depending on what the show is. But I totally agree. I mean, I think I'm, I've been very lucky that I haven't had many experiences where it's so rigid that you don't have room to like bring life to a character. But I, I was, I know I was very fortunate on Secret Society to work with Anna, the director, on my character because she was British and the dialogue was written by an American. So there was a couple of things where I was like, hey, we, we, I might say this word here or I'd change this phrasing a little bit. Is this okay? And and once we kind of got into rehearsals and doing it, she would, she would come to me and be like, this line sounds jolty. Is that because it's British or? I go, yeah, it's not British. She's like, okay, okay, how would you say it? So it was, we, we got, it was really collaborative. So I've been very fortunate to have some great experience with that because I know that it's not, always that ideal awesome for sure let's go ahead and stop down guys just one second this is conversations radio episode 157 my guest tonight is isabella blake thomas my co-host is the wonderful and uh incredible taryn lapari great to have both of you guys back both are alumni of conversations radio uh, god bless you darren darren's sneezing there as well <laughs> by the way i mentioned i mentioned alumni you worked with ava acres too didn't you isabella i have she she played my sister on once upon a time i love ava she is amazing. We had her on uh, actually on our next week radio back in the day. She was a guest yeah. her and, and her sister as well. They're both. Uh, uh, the Bella. <laughs> no, the Bella. Yeah, the, the other Bella. And uh, their dad's really cool. Dad's a musician. He's really cool as well. You've worked. With yeah. They're a good it's, family. It's incredible. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Bella, you can walk into a room of an event or whatnot and run into people, you know. Yes. I mean, it does great. happen quite a lot. I know that anytime I go out to something, there's always going to be at least one person that I see that I know. I mean, does that does that happen to you, Darren, with this town being so small? You know, it's starting to happen, you know, since I've only been here for a little bit. Yeah. But the one thing I do like, you know, as you know, you work more or you get involved in the business here, like, yeah, because the, the nice thing about Los Angeles is you are going to run into something, whether you go to a comedy show or a film premiere or a uh, you know, uh, a screening like that. Yes, it happens. And there's, it's great. There's all these creatives around, you know? So yes, it's been, ha I, I, it's, it's cool. Cause then you kind of, you see people, you know, and then you, you get to meet people that you kind of admire. You've been, you know, these great, you know, actors or even, even on the, on the picket lines, there were like, I met unbelievable people that, yeah. you know, like it's just crazy, yeah. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, when you live in LA, uh, especially in the valley, you're gonna run into folks all the time. They're, 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 they're oh yeah, I uh, it's so funny. I saw this article the other day. There's a uh, have you been to Sweet Butter yet on Ventura, Darren? Yes. yes. I saw. I love Sweet Butter. They have really good chai, and I love that they offer Nutella on toast on the kids menu. But they, um, I saw this thing the other day that was like Sabrina Carpenter spotted at Sweet Butter, and I was like, oh, I'm always wow. at Sweet Butter, and it's things like that. Whereas like you just, it's things like that. You suddenly realize that you live in a world where people are being spotted at places that you go to all the time oh so, yeah i mean yeah even on ventura i know it's funny and even 
even um yeah a, a friend from one of my good friends was staying with us in new york and we were just walking around I was like yo is that is that is that the person I'm like yeah or like going hiking you know it's like oh yeah i'm like yeah yeah no it's true i have this weird skill where i can recognize people from the back of their heads oh, wow. and it happens like so frequently now that i'm like this is just not a coincidence anymore this wow. is an actual skill that i've seemed to have developed but i um it happens when i'm out i'm like that is the back of such and such's head like the other day we were driving Jeez. and we were passing a restaurant in la and i was like that's paul rudd and it was oh, the back of his head wow. and he turned i was like it's paul wow. rudd I was right. uh, it, it's crazy Insane. i was i was at mills diner a couple years back Everybody goes there. And like, Isabella, you're close to Mel's as well, so you know where it's at. Yeah. I'm sitting in there, and who walks in? Gwen Stefani. <laughs> and right behind her, Blake Sheldon. Right I love her. it. And I met Gwen about 10 years ago at a Starbucks in Studio City, actually. And I said, are you, are you Gwen? No she said, I am. We got a photo. She's the nicest. She's the nicest. And uh, again, uh, to see her again uh, years later was neat. And I showed her the picture, and she goes, hey, I remember that. And I showed Blake wanted to see it as well. Uh, they came out and he looked at them. Uh, they were great. And it's funny, they were, they were there because I guess Gwen's son was at, was doing some school thing that morning. Gwen's parents were there too. And they were real cute. They were real nice. Oh, like, amazing. They're, they're like, we're Gwen's parents. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I love so, that. That's so yeah. cool. I mean, it is. It's a, the beauty of especially this area. So many people live up here on this side of the hill. And it's funny because I feel like the illusion when you're not in LA is that everyone lives in Beverly Hills or in Hollywood. And I'm like, no, honestly, so many people just live in Burbank, Studio City and Sherman yeah. Oaks. And you can go out to Calabasas and they're that way too. But here is so convenient and so close to everywhere. I, yeah. I mean, I know so many people that live in this area. It's crazy. Many have made the move to Santa Clarita, which is which is cool. There is filming there as well. And it's freeway close. The The Valley's got certain challenges and if you're, if you're not in the right neighborhood you got to really kind of you know mind your you know your, your yeah it's your... amazing it can change by a street yeah. it's quite unbelievable i um you can be in a very wealthy expensive area and you go one street over and it's a completely yeah. different world so it's and, quite unbelievable and i grew up in san francisco and san francisco will always be amazing and it's got obviously some issues since the pandemic and there's also yeah. a, a, a homeless crisis up there, too. But uh, you can't change that San Francisco. It's so the same with L.A. Is, is, Darren, you're from New York. Yeah, yeah. New York is also. I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i trying to think. Like, it's, you know, you live somewhere so long. You know, I think New York's pretty safe. I've never felt, yeah. you know. But again, you just, again, with anything, you just, you're just aware. Um, I tried to take the subway in L.A. That was an experience. I'm not, you know, <laughs> that was one. <laughs> that was completely different. But, yeah, you know, it's weird. It's like. Uh, everyone was saying like after the pandemic, New York got a little different. But every time I go back there, it's it's you know. You I think know. any city is going to have going to have you know. Yeah. Always going to be. What, where were you in New York, brother? What, what part? What, what I mean, I lived in Brooklyn primarily. Okay. Like you know, I can turn on the Brooklyn accent here. You know, I I oh. definitely didn't lose it. Um, How you doing? Oh, I love I love New York. It's so yeah, have you been? For a couple of days in January, and it's just it's so lovely. It's great. You know, there's a lot that I miss. It's it's kind of a, again, it's very compact, right? You can do a lot of things in New York without throughout the day taking the subway and everyone takes the subway. The subway is just yeah. the main transportation. So, you know, you can do so much. You can go, you can go all over the city and there's just a lot of culture and the food is amazing. LA's food is amazing as well, but there's just, you know, and Broadway and a lot of theater is very big over there um and but so is film there's you know I, over the last you know i i was there for many years and and you know there used to be a time in new york where it was just like law and order you know it was like law and order yeah. and and for real but but there was just so you know or the sex in the city 
but then it really i mean there there's and there's a lot of shows and there's still a lot of projects there there is yeah um, yeah um evil is filmed in new york as well that's on oh cool plus season four for them which is great i started watching it the first yeah. season actually yeah i like it i'm sure it gets a lot i'm sure it gets really good yeah i've had all three daughters on the show um, my friend rocky obana is the executive producer for that i know that now he's been a long he's a huge forever rocky obana is known for a, a lot of stuff his stuff yeah. amazing stories a, a lot of stuff he's done yeah a lot of a the challenge with evil and season four is on the way in spring but all those episodes were done but there was still post work to do and the, the writer's strike was going on so they couldn't finish it up yeah you mentioned me and you know, essentially located and close to things and obviously everything uh la is the place i mean la and new york really uh, for, for this stuff uh lily brooks o'brien uh, uh is also a, a recent guest and she's on a lot of lily brooks o'brien She's on um, uh, The Young and the Restless. Yeah, I love Lily. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Again, she's one of those. She's just into everything. Uh, She sings. She acts. She's a philanthropist. Gives back to St. Jude's in a big way. And I think that's what it's it's about, really, is is giving back when you can. But obviously, a a lot of hard work uh, with what you guys do, both acting and filmmaking. And Darren, you've done some filmmaking, too. Uh, you know, it's been a minute, but yeah, I, I actually went to film school originally. I, I did not, I did not, um, I was not an actor. Um, I kind of, I started acting, well, it'll be, yeah, it was, it was like, like seriously acting, getting an agent, like 27. Before wow. that, I was uh, a film major, screenwriting minor. Wow. And, and uh, I worked in production out here in LA. I am in two, like, I moved during college. But I got to LA and I was like, you know what? I don't know if this is my town yet. So I moved back to New York. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it um, for whatever reason. But yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I've done a bit here and there. I like mockumentaries. That's kind of the stuff I are drawn to as far as me writing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, like I don't, you know, like the Christopher Guest, you know, like Best in Show, like Spinal Tap, that type sure. of stuff. Because, and I, the last mockumentary I did, I, again, I, I've been bartending for years and once in a while, once in a while, I don't, fortunately, I don't have to do it as much anymore because look, bartending's cool and all, but when you do it, it gets, it, it wears yeah. on you. Uh, fortunately, it's, it was very helpful uh, for a TV show I did last year, which was great for the Chippendale show. Amazing. Yeah. But I did a mockumentary about bartending, like where if bar, what, you know, if bartendings were celebrities, you know, if they were like the coolest thing ever. Because I think it's, you know, because, you know, it was kind of taken off that, you know, how like, you know, rock star bartenders and all that stuff. So I meant to yeah. ask you, Bella, Bella, you turned 21 this year. Congratulations. I did. I you did. Thank now. you. I appreciate it. Now, have you, have you, would, have, have you indulged in any alcoholic beverages? You have a favorite, <laughs> Honestly, you have a favorite? I am not a big drinker. I um, It's not so much that I don't like the taste of it, which I, I, I have a few friends that have that. It's more so I just I don't have a need to drink like i'm not i don't really go out to bars i I don't even at events i'm there to work so i don't really have a purpose for drinking so i I don't find myself drinking very much i do have one favorite cocktail though but they don't really make them over here and it's a passion fruit martini and those are delicious and they taste like Oh my gosh, you're a lifesaver. I always ask if bars have the, like when I go out, if like a hotel bar or something has mm. them and they're like, no, we, we don't have at least one of the ingredients. So I yeah. have a couple over here. Yeah, it's probably a specific thing. Really but, is, but that's yeah. like the martini I like, but really it's because it doesn't taste like alcohol. It tastes like yeah. a cup. So. Yeah. No, totally. Well, that's a good look. Look, that's a good thing, honestly. Like, you know, 
that year, you know, and it's, 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 you'll be more productive for sure. I do, agree with that. I do agree with that. I, um, I look at it and go, if I'm going to have something, it's going to be a glass of something that's very like for a very special occasion, like a toast with champagne or a glass of wine when I'm in Italy or something like that yeah. kind of concept there is like, I want to really, if I'm having a glass of something, I want to really enjoy it and it for, to be for a special occasion, you know? Yeah, I like awesome. a good, I, I, a good martinis. Great, I love martinis. Um, you should go go on a cruise and you really see what kind of what the drinks are. It's crazy. <laughs> well, well I, I like the martini glass more than I like the martini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, martinis. Yeah, it took me a minute. I don't, you know. Yeah, I like kind of those cocktails that are like like very you know three ingredients, old fashioned, very sure. simple, you know things like that. But and a good uh, and a good oh, scotch. A good scotch is good too. You know. Yeah, I got a few of those. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, now that it's so you... cold here, you know, no I know. Oh, well, I've been looking for mulled wine, but apparently nobody makes it over here. It's a thing everywhere in England at this time of the uh, year. Like you go to any market and they're selling mulled wine, but I think just the rules are different over here because you just can't find it anywhere. Yeah, you might have to just now, make it at home. Yeah. Now, again, art limitates life. Do you have a bar at home there, Darren? Uh, so a very uh, funny story. Uh, yes, we when we moved into Studio City, my girlfriend and I had this apartment. There was a built-in bar. Oh, cool. And then I used that bar for a self-tape audition for Welcome to Chippendales, and I, I booked that. So wow. I kind of, you know, right? It's like we're in this self-tape world. I was like, why don't I shoot behind the bar? I am a bartender. I will bartend. I will do the scene. I'll put on some Bee Gees music. And that's what I did. Yeah. So that bar, yeah, I used that bar. and um, Love it. Yeah, right? I just said, what the hell, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was your research for there for that show, Darren? By the way. Well, well, fortunately, I, I, you know, my role was kind of the baseline. You know, I was a kind of a bartender. I was Bobby. I was, I was kind of happy to be there. I was, you know, there was a lot of craziness going going on. So my research, fortunately, I had that bartending skill, so I could block, do my blocking, the lines, the shaking, you know, all that stuff. But as far as me, it's like, I really wasn't really, I didn't know what was going on in the forefront and I really wasn't supposed to know. So as far as just, it was really about the costumes influencing me, the, the wigs and my job, you know, my job and kind of just, um, you know, being, being running the bar for, you know, for, wow. for Kumail, you know? Very cool. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. based on a true story too, which is, which is uh, really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bella Chippendale dancers? No, that was before your time too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, way before. Isabella Thomas is with us. Isabella Blake Thomas is with us, and our co-host is the wonderful Darren Lapari. And Isabella, you're wonderful as well. You've been uh, just a real friend of the shows Aww, as a co-host and a featured guest. You've got projects coming up as well. You want to talk about those? Um, I do indeed. I want to say Carol Lee. Did I say that right? You did. You did. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about that because that looks pretty pretty interesting. And I guess I've I see that name a lot on the internet uh, on Google and stuff. So what's the story behind that? 
Yeah, well, Carrie Leek is uh, a film about a girl who loves fashion and her goal is to become a fashion designer. But just like any other teen, she's got uh, some struggles to face along the way that include school troubles, parent troubles and uh, life troubles as well. So it's a heartwarming story that's kind of coming of age, definitely a family friendly movie. Um, that focuses around a mother-daughter relationship and uh, and this girl Carolee because she tries to navigate her way through life. So it's a very sweet story. Uh, I get to wear a couple wigs in it, which is always fun. Um, and uh, I mean, it was it was a great shoot. We're very lucky. It came out November twenty first, I think. So nearly a month actually. In, yeah, a month tomorrow. So uh, I mean, it's been very well received. I've been very fortunate. We've had lots of press for it now that the strike's over. It was, it was good timing, honestly. And then we've just had some really great responses and the kids are loving it. And I mean, that's all you can hope for when it's a kid's movie is that the kids love it. You know, you've won when that's the case. So, um, I, I mean, I, I absolutely love that film and worked very hard on it. We produced it as well with Mother Daughter Entertainment. So a lot of time and effort went into it and the development of the script and the story. But um, very proud of that movie. What's it like working with your mom on, on projects? I think, I think it's so cool, Mother Daughter. I think it's phenomenal you guys do that together. I love it. I love working with my mom. She's my best friend. And we we just work so well together because we speak the same internal language. Like sure. we don't even have to say anything and we know what we're trying to say. And I think that's just what you need on set when you're working with a producing partner. Uh, and so I'm very fortunate that not only do we get on and we're best friends, but we do also work very well together. Now, that being said, do you both agree to disagree on occasion? Honestly, we tend to agree on pretty much everything, but it's not because it's opinion based, but because the things that would need decisions, are there's always reasons behind them. So if if there's something that's up for debate from somebody else's side, then my mum and I are on the same page because we know that maybe there's a reason they don't know about, like maybe it's for safety or maybe it's because of a timing thing we know about or whatever it is. So we, we never really on a different page. Darren, now obviously your story a bit different. What was your family's reaction when you told them you want to be an actor? Well, fortunately, you know, um, Again, I, I, you know, I, uh, I grew up in a performing arts household, you know, oh, wow. like-minded um, people, you know, so uh, like, yeah, like, like, you know, like Isabella, I'm sure like, you know, very supportive family. So, you know, my, my, my dad was uh, in the t television. He was a TV reporter yeah. uh, for, for ABC um, in Long Island where I grew up. Oh, wow. And my mom to this day is a voice teacher and, you know, she's a singer, musician, so again, I'm very lucky. Uh, again, like I, I, I know friends that didn't have that support. So again, I'm, I'm just very used to just, you know, go for it. And this it's, it's, again, I'm, I'm very lucky for it because it's a tough business. And, and as we know, it's like, you know, a lot of stuff is out of control. I think it's amazing that you have a production company because it's like, you are in control of what you want to do, you know, what roles you want to play and what are strong to you. So that's really great. That's awesome. Honestly, I, I, I appreciate that because that's one of the reasons that we started producing wasn't necessarily just because we love doing it, which sure. we obviously is both sides of the camera, but it was so that we were able to make the projects that we wanted to see on screen and the projects that we wanted to work on. So, yeah. I mean, I just did a movie last year called Karma's a Bitch. And um, that is one that I wrote for myself to star in. I, I produced it. I cast everyone. I mean, blood, sweat and tears into that movie. But um, I was able to get an incredible cast and bring all my friends into it, which was an equally fun experience. I mean, all the Disney zombies lot and the High School Musical series people. And I mean, so many great, great cast for it. Um, adults as well as uh, 
again, I say kids, but we're all, we're all in our 20s, but kids, yeah, comparatively kids. Um, but it is, it's so that we can put stuff out there that we want to be seeing on screen as well. And so that there's stuff that I, I, I that I really want to be doing that I can, I can put those roles on screen for myself, which is, which is ideal, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's so important. It's so important. Yeah. Cause then you can get, you know, sometimes you'll get type, now I want to say typecast, but you're getting roles, but they're not the the true authentic you. It's not like you're, you know, so I think you're, you're on. Yeah, the, right, yeah. I mean, what, what's a, what is a, a dream role that you would love to play, whether it's an actual character that already exists or like a type of character? Well, you know, I've always kind of, I know the roles like they're there. I'll give you examples. Like, uh, I mean, I'm kind of the John McClane in Die Hard, the Bruce Willis character. Even like, uh, you know, the Bill Murray character in Groundhog Day or Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook, like like characters that are kind of going through a, a crisis, an identity crisis or kind of like an existential, like, you know, can I do this? And they're trying to overcome the odds um, or just kind of either, whether it's comedy or drama, you know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah Brad, Bradley um, Cooper. Wow. Um, I'll tell you, uh, the, new, the new movie he's done, the Leonard Bernstein movie, uh, he could be with the Oscar for that. It's really good. Yeah, have you have you seen Maestro yet, Darren? You know, I I was gonna watch it either tonight or tomorrow because I know it just dropped. Oh, on the it is. I have to say, I think it's the most phenomenal movie I've ever seen. Oh wow! Okay. That is the beauty of it, the creativity of it, the skill, the talent. I mean, it just. If it doesn't win everything, I will be shocked. It's yeah. an incredible movie. Amazing. All right. Well, I'm going to have to watch it tonight. I've set, you, I've set the bar quite high, but it's oh. on. I look at it and go, even, even I, I, I know that it's good when I can look at, say, okay, if somebody's coming to watch this and they're not in film, will they like it? And I go, mm -hmm. even if someone isn't into music or doesn't know who Leonard Bernstein is or doesn't know who, uh, who any of the characters are or anything like that, it's such an incredible story and such a beautifully done film that you'd still enjoy it. I mean, it's incredible. So I want to know what you think of it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I always Bradley Cooper is a, again. He's he's kind of evolved into a into something else, which is cool. Yeah. And then there's Barbie, which is uh, really done well. I loved I'm, it. Barbie I'm, was so fun. Yeah. You know, and a uh, little parody in there as well with, with Barbie. It's and, so you know. great. I'm just Ken. Well, my favorite story is that he he improved the line sublime that wasn't supposed he his whole thing was he was supposed to say something but you can see it on on youtube if you look for it that each clip and each take they do he says something different and the sublime one was the one that stayed in but he was making everyone laugh because he'd go off camera and say something else each time and sublime was the one that stayed wow. mm -hmm. good stuff hey we're winding down here but i want to talk about uh, your project you did uh, unseen Yes, that, that one, I love doing Unseen. Unseen was um, a very creative process because it was, uh, we were lucky we were able to do it. We did it before COVID, but we were able to include the people that we we love working with in it. Um, an amazing cast like Ryan Nicole Brown and um, uh, who else did we have? We had Hilary Barraford. Uh, we had uh, Yolanda Stange in it. Um, I was in it, but we yeah. had great people, and it's a story about um child trafficking. But we specifically chose to focus on the part of the story bef before, so leading up to the kidnapping, and not anything graphic from during or after. 
um so that it was more about raising awareness and so that it can be shared in schools without having a shock factor for younger kids so it's available for free everywhere because we wanted people to be able to watch it and since we released it i mean we've just had such great feedback from people going i showed this in my classroom or i showed this to my my nieces and kids or i showed this like everyone loves the movie because it's not scary and graphic for younger kids and is just a very good lesson to be learned um but it's recently taken up some traction again in a couple of um festivals and one was just um film fest la at la live which was we took home a few awards there which was great and it's just it's a good one to to recirculate because it it's never a topic that ages out it's still something that is happening today and that we should still be concerned about still very current yes and getting getting the word out uh and that should be probably required viewing like any, any school or any, you know i agree i do agree with that so much going on again it is christmas five days away christmas wow this year just went so fast i know and, it's so i love christmas and yeah. so much has happened over the last few years and uh things have started kind of like leveling out now which is nice but uh christmas plans for you bella I will be spending Christmas uh, with uh, family and friends and lots of lovely gifts that I'm giving to people. I, I always, I'm, you know, you're an adult when you prefer giving gifts to people than getting them. Sure. So I'm very excited to give everyone their presents. <laughs> that's, that's true. But, um, but I, I'm so very excited for that. Lots of yummy food and um, it, it'll be a good one. But relaxing, I think, is the point. How about you guys? Aaron? Well, Christmas Eve, I'm going to Disneyland. Hey. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah, I wanted to go see the Christmas decorations and, yes. and yeah, Christmas Day. We're just going to lay low, cook, relax, you know. It's been a crazy month with just, you know, uh, yeah, it's busy. Auditions are coming back and, and huh. uh, it was my birthday about a week ago. So just, you know, yeah. Uh, Christmas, uh, California versus New York. So there is something in the, about the, you know, that nice cold, that cold feeling, you know, where you have the fire on, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I miss, I miss that vibe. I miss the fall a little bit, but it's nice when you can also uh, see palm trees and, you know, Hey, look, it gets a little, look, I like them both. I like them both, but it's nice that, uh, yeah, it's a little and- bit warmer. And Bella, you're very happy here uh, uh, stateside. I love it. There's something, like you said, beautiful about the seasons changing. And honestly, a New York Christmas is so special. Yeah. I mean, I always say to people, I'm like, if you haven't done it, you have to do a New York Christmas at least once in your lifetime. There's something so magical about it. And a London Christmas is beautiful too, but New York is just so iconic. Um, But I I wouldn't, I mean, aside from the rain today and yesterday, I wouldn't give up a 76 degree Christmas any any day of the year. (laughs) Well, the weather's going to be clearing. We we got rain here now, so it's kind of like London out there with the rain. Uh, but uh, that's all going away by the weekend. So I know this weather today is terrible. I was like, I don't want yeah. to go anywhere when it's raining. Yeah. This yeah. drive carefully, especially in the valley when it rains, man. It's, it's well, exactly. I know yeah. those streets don't uh, drain very well. A lot of flooding and and what have you. Hopefully, your roof on your house is you're good good as well. Yeah, thank uh, goodness. Poured pretty good. Again, uh, Isabella, you got a website, isabellablakethomas.com, I believe. Is that right? 
it is but that one actually it, i i'm guilty of not updating it it needs updating so i would say okay. the most recent is probably mother and daughter ent like ent for okay. entertainment.com and then my instagram is always going to be the most updated which is uh, at isabella underscore b underscore t and that's the same on twitter well x formerly known as twitter and yes. uh, and facebook is just isabella blake thomas as well any new projects you want to promote you know, I would love to. Well, I've got Caroleek, uh, like we mentioned, that one is out. So I would love people to go and watch that and let me know what they think. I've got Karma's a Bitch, which will be coming out this year. And I know we've got a lot of fans ready for that one. So thank you for your patience, I should say. Um, the movie business is is not quite as fast when you've not got a studio behind you. So sure. I appreciate everyone's patience for that one. But it will be fun and it is coming. Uh, I've also got some uh, new music that'll be coming out this year. So that's very exciting. So keep an, an ear out for that. And then I've written and uh, directed a documentary that uh, I haven't quite revealed who it's about yet, but it's a okay. very special one and close to my heart. So uh, I have that coming out this year as well. So some really fun projects, producing lots, working away. And uh, yeah, so, so just people stay tuned as it were. Always a pleasure, Bella. I mean, you've done so much and, it's kind of fun to see you grow as a performer and a, a human being. You've always been very, very genuine, phenomenal oh, talent, you. and a great writer. And you, you can fly a Cessna, which I think is pretty cool, too. You know, I can. I can. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, <laughs> how about you, Darren? What have you got going on this year? So um, the, la the the most recent thing we, is a, a short film that's kind of been doing pretty well called Bonding. It's kind of a spin on like a James Bond thing, but it's been oh. at a bunch of festivals. I think it might have been LA Live as well. And yes, yeah, still making its festival run. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any new music though, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, well, why not? Yeah, that's that's the main thing right now. Yeah. Why no? Why no music? Well, I'm, I don't. I can't sing. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I can sing, but it's just not in my. You know, I can sing, but I'm just. I'm you know. I more was disappointed. I'm disappointed, and I was hoping for a heavy metal album. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. <laughs> I, do, I do like playing the drums. I like doing that. So. There we go. There we go. Yeah, and they can follow you on Instagram too, right, Darren? Yeah, that's um at Darren Lapari for real, but the real is like a film reel, R E E L. Oh, yeah, just a little spin, a little pun, and then oh, Facebook is just my name. I I am not on X. I'm also on TikTok for the same handle. Sketches. I I did some Ted Lasso sketches because of this damn mustache. Um, I love it. Yeah, but it was fun. But yeah, so you can check me out and sketches. Or, yeah. I think I'm going to phase out X. I've been using it for, you know, since the beginning of the time, but I'm not on there much at all. And uh, I think, there was, I think, I think Instagram is TikTok probably the, the big ones right now. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we still got a presence here uh, at Converse Radio. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, hey guys, what a great night. Merry Christmas to both of you. Thank Merry you. Christmas and happy holidays to you as well. And yes. I can't wait to have you guys back on again. Thank you so much. What a great show. That's going to be uh, yeah. it. We thank you so thank much you for having listening. us. Great to meet thank you. Thank you so much. It was great, yeah. yeah. Isabel always delivers, which is good. So <laughs> that's great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey guys, thank you so much. That's going to be a wrap for tonight, folks. Have a very merry Christmas, and we'll t we'll see you in 2024. Lots of great shows coming up. Lots of great shows. Uh, stay tuned, as we say. Hey, like us on Facebook. Follow us on X. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long.